Here, we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla, and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. Hello, welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, and healthy, not obsessive mindsets with food and fitness. And we do it, of course, from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Nyla, and I'm a certified Christian life coach who specializes in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a biblical perspective. I'm the founder of the online coaching practice, Nutrition with Nyla, as well as the podcast host of Her Holy Hustle podcast, a podcast for female Christian entrepreneurs wanting to run their businesses in a peaceful and spirit-led way. I'm also a virtual assistant for other faith-based entrepreneurs. Any information you want to know about any of my services, virtual assistant services, or coaching services, you can go to my website, nutritionwithnyla.org, and there's all the information and more you will ever need or want. Or you can go hang out with me on Instagram at nutritionwithnyla. That's where I spend most of my time when I'm on social media is over on the gram. So my husband and I, we've been married for five years, and we live in good old Canada, and we have a cutie pie black cat, Quincy. He looks like a little panther he's got the green eyes and he's black he's a little bit of white on him and he's just so cute and i'm so thankful for him such a sweet cat he loves cheese cheese is his love language and i think that statement applies to the cat and my husband they both love cheese so much and i used to be afraid of cheese actually i thought it has so much fat in it and just diet culture had taught me to be afraid of things that have high fat content in it and through working with my own intuitive eating coach in 2019 I learned to reframe how I saw fat and carbs and I saw them with positive adjectives now and now I enjoy cheese just like the cat and my husband and I'm no longer afraid of food it doesn't have that bondage that hold over me anymore and it's so cool so one day I will do an episode on my testimony but that is not today today the topic of this episode is what is intuitive eating and is God a fan I want to talk about how it aligns with Bible principles like I said I'm a certified health and life coach and I also have a food and nutrition management diploma and when I did that course my favorite classes were the nutrition counseling classes as well as the marketing. I find it so fascinating to learn about marketing, but I did not like the accounting classes. That is not my thing. I am like an English creative thinker, not the math thinking brain is not the one I got. So I'm very happy that God gave me a husband that is very like science and maths and I'm the English, the creative brain. I love laughing at dad jokes and if there's a debate about What's better, vanilla or chocolate? I would scream very loud, chocolate. (laughs) 
And I love the days that I can wear my sweatpants, my slippers, a cozy oversized sweater with a big old messy bun on top of my head. I hope you feel like you know me a bit. Since it's the first episode, I thought I should just do a little introduction so you would get to know me a little bit before we dive into today's topic. I also personally really like when podcast hosts sort of set the scene and they tell you about their scenery while they're sitting down to record or write the notes for their episode that the listeners are listening to. So right now it is 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday. There's snow. I can see it outside my office window. I'm wearing cozy green and yellow fuzzy slippers. The husband is upstairs playing video games. My cat is beside me on the couch all cuddled up on a blanket snoozing away and I feel the Lord already giving me the words to share about intuitive eating and how it aligns with Bible principles and the loving character of God. So let's dive in to the very first episode of the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I am so excited to share what the Lord has put on my heart and I really pray that this is just such a healing podcast for you that freedom and transformation and hope and inspiration just as produced in your heart as you listen to my words and my voice and i also pray that when you're done this episode that the holy spirit continues to teach you and expand on things that i talked about and just that you guys can have a really beautiful conversation and i'm so excited for how you're going to learn and grow through this podcast that god has prompted me to start up have you heard of intuitive eating It's a tool that God used to dramatically heal and change my life in the last five years, as I alluded to earlier on in the episode. Through intuitive eating, I've been able to overcome so many unhealthy wellness routines I was practicing, from anorexic behaviors, binge eating, orthorexia, which is an obsession with healthy living, emotional eating. God definitely still heals today and I give him the credit, not intuitive eating for my wholeness. Intuitive eating was simply a tool that God chose to use that he crossed my paths with that worked for me and works for many, many people to heal their relationship with food. So food is not controlling or dictating their life anymore and distracting them from their God callings that God has uniquely put in them to fulfill on their time on earth. So today I wanna introduce you to intuitive eating and why I personally believe it's very biblical in roots and yes, definitely God approved. I think I first heard about intuitive eating through Instagram where people were posting about it, raving about it, saying it helped them overcome eating disorders and unhealthy habits with food workouts and their bodies. Intuitive eating was created by two dietitians, and there's a popular book you can read all about it and it's a science and study backed approach to eating and fitness and body image. I don't know if the authors are Christian, but I know as a Christian myself that intuitive eating definitely agrees and aligns with many concepts talked about in the Bible, which is what we will talk about today. In the book of Genesis, we meet Mr. Adam and Mrs. Eve. This was long before any keto cookbook had gone to print or any Weight Watcher meetings had ever been scheduled. Paleo wasn't a thing, neither was Beachbody portion containers or the cabbage soup diet became a big trend none of that had happened when these two were in the garden of eden i say that all to point out the only thing those two had to go on for food decisions was intuition they had the same bodies that we have now in 2021 2022 whatever year it is that you're listening to this so they have the same bodies that we have right now in this year built in with amazing body cues from god 
to help them decide what to eat, when to eat, when to drink, and how much. Children are born intuitive eaters. If you read the intuitive eating book, then you observe a baby, you'll see that babies and toddlers naturally eat intuitively. It's their natural instinct. So based off of what their body cues are telling them is what children eat according to. That's what intuitive eating is all about, learning your body cues. And if you've unlearned them or ignored them, you have to relearn how to be an intuitive eater, but it's encouraging knowing you were one. And so you can go back to your roots as an intuitive eater and learn to eat that free and just simple way of listening to your body cues and giving it what it's asking you. And I make it sound so easy, but if you've ignored or been afraid of your body cues and you're not sure how to listen to it, it can be a learning process to learn them again, but it can be done. Anything's possible with God. And that includes relearning your body cues. So yes, intuitive eating is all about learning your body cues and then choosing to trust those body cues are there to help you feel your best self. Have you ever heard a breastfeeding baby say to its mama, sorry, I can't feed right now, it's XYZ time on the clock? No, first of all, they can't talk, but also they aren't looking to external cues for approval of when to eat, but rather they're looking to their intentionally designed in by God internal cues. You and I were both born intuitive eaters, super tuned into our body cues, fully trusting of them. Over time, through media influences, family, friends, coworkers, etc., we were told that we shouldn't trust our bodies. That if we did trust them and do what our body cues said to do, that bad things would happen. But the truth, friends, your body is actually on the same team as you. Your body is a gift from the Lord and is fully equipped with the tools for knowing how to feed and move your body optimally. Fear is not of God. I think we can all agree with that statement, right? God wouldn't say so many times within scripture, fear not, if it was something he was wrapped up in or a part of. Intuitive eating teaches you not to fear foods, and we know that God is all about us living a fear-free life. Did you ever notice that the Bible doesn't say fear less? No, it says fear not. According to the Bible, even a little fear is not healthy. Even if our society or even other Christians would tell you some fear is a good thing, no, it's fear not. It doesn't say fear less. It says have a zero tolerance policy for fear. God does not want you to live with food fears or rest day fears or fear of how people will perceive your body or fear if they think it's worthy of love or beautiful. He doesn't want you to have fear in your life. And intuitive eating teaches you to get rid of that fear in those areas. Intuitive eating has 10 guiding principles that help you learn to approach food with a grace-based learning mindset over self-judgment. It helps you remove fear and guilt and shame around food choices and your body shape, and it helps you break free from being a slave to a diet or a rigid workout schedule. Do not all those things sound perfectly in alignment with what the Bible says God wants for us? The life he calls us to live? Yeah, it really, really does. Romans 8.1 tells us there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Now would be right now, and now, and now, and right after what you ate, and right after when you overate, or after you skipped a workout and took a rest day. 
Intuitive eating is all about learning through intentional observation what amounts and types of food typically feel best in your unique body. I follow a lot of people online who practice the 10 principles of intuitive eating and we don't eat the same at all. We are all on our own unique journeys, learning at our own pace what food intake and fitness habits feel best for us. When I first started using protein powder in smoothies, I noticed I would get really bloated after. Instead of being condescending to myself, I approached the situation with grace and curiosity. I didn't have any condemnation because there is now no condemnation for me in Christ. And that includes even when I eat foods that bloat me. So I said, hmm, I wonder why that food made me feel that way. I experimented with different ingredients in my smoothies and I also tried different food pairings and I discovered in time that I didn't feel bloated after I used the protein powder in my smoothie if I ate some grain on the side like some dry cereal or a muffin or some toast or something like that. So do you see intuitive eating is such a grace-based approach to eating. It's not about perfection but noticing how certain choices make you feel and then choosing most of the time the foods that make you personally feel how you like to. So just like you and I both have special relationships with God, not cookie cutter at all, God has created us all to have unique relationships with food and fitness too. So what I might choose at a buffet may be really different than what would look appealing to you and that's okay. What feels good in my body might not feel good to you, that kind of food or that combination or that amount. Same with fitness. Different things might bring us joy or make us feel energized. What group fitness class I might get excited to try might turn your nose up. Variety is beautiful and you and I weren't supposed to look the same. There are 7 billion people on this planet and therefore there are 7 billion unique ways to approach and achieve health. Not just one way as the diet and fitness industry would have you believe. You'll finally be able to enjoy and sustain healthy habits when you give yourself permission to learn and then do the habits that you actually personally like. So I don't like raw cauliflower, so I don't eat it. I don't like spin classes, so I don't do them. There was a time in my life where I forced myself to eat things that were really nutritious because they're healthy for me. I used to do classes at the gym that well, it's exercise, I should do it, and it gets applauded because it's hardcore, but I, I didn't like those types of food or exercise. And now, since learning to give myself permission to choose joy in food and fitness, I'm still healthy, and I'm happier, actually, too. And God wants us to enjoy all things. He's given us all things to enjoy, and that includes food and fitness. So that's why he's given us so many different choices to choose in those areas. And intuitive eating teaches you to Embrace your preferences, learn your own body, and just own your preferences for food and fitness. You might, might not like to run or do Zumba like me. Cool. Don't. You might not like peanut butter on top of your smoothie bowls like I do, and that's fine. God created many routes to health as he wanted health to be joyful and he made us unique. He doesn't want health to be miserable to attain. And that's what diet culture says, like no pain, no gain but that's not God's way. Galatians 5.1 tells us, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Has going on yet another diet come Monday morning 
vowing to never eat a carb again or committing to an intense workout calendar that you hate, has it ever made you feel like a slave? Like your life purpose was revolving around your food or your workouts? Or like your purpose in life was to lose weight so you could look a certain way and gain the approval of certain people? Slave life was not the life Jesus died on the cross for you, friend. Intuitive eating is a tool that God used in my life to remove that yoke of slavery that food fears had put on me. And he can do the same for you too. Acts 10.15 is a verse where God declares, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. It's a powerful declaration God is making, declaring all things as clean. So God would definitely not be a fan of the term clean eating. Diet culture tells us that there are bad foods, unclean foods, and if we consume them, then we become unclean and less than. But the Bible and intuitive eating tell us a different narrative that actually, although not all foods are nutritiously equal, they definitely are morally equal. Intuitive eating and the Bible both teach us to source our worth not from what we eat or how we move our bodies or how our bodies look, but rather from the fact that we just have inherent worth. You can't gain more worth from doing a HIIT workout or eating 100% nutrient-dense foods in a day, and neither can you lose human worth by eating chips and cookies all day and watching Netflix. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 21 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Again, intuitive eating and the Bible are in agreement. Intuitive eating tells us to take care of our bodies from a place of respect for our bodies, and the Bible takes it one step further, telling us to honor God through the treatment of our bodies because it's his home too. Diet culture would tell you to punish your body, shame it for not having willpower to stick to an intense diet or 21-day workout program. But the motivation with intuitive eating in the Bible for body care is out of an overflow of love for your God-given body. You can learn to take care of your body out of thankfulness for all it does for you and allows you to experience in life. You don't have to have guilt-based motivation or shame-based motivation or fear-based motivation. Oh, intuitive eating is so much better of an approach to health and caring for your body than how diet culture tells you to do it in a miserable, obsessive, rigid way. I've lived that life and that is just not fun. It hurts your marriage, it hurts your relationships, your career, your hobbies, just your well-being and quality of life and even your spiritual health and your relationship with God suffers when your body and exercise becomes an idol. In a future episode, we will talk about diet culture and what it is and why it's not biblical. I've been throwing that term out quite a bit during this episode, but a shorthand of it, diet culture is a system of beliefs that some people in society hold and also teach and project onto others that some food is morally better. And so if you eat it, you have more worth and value and you should be applauded. And the same goes with certain body types are elevated and we should treat them better. And if we don't look like that, we should spend our whole life, our whole day 
revolving around trying to look that way and it teaches that there is one way to eat and move your body and it should fit everybody there's just generalized guidelines for what will work and make everyone healthy it's very much so based on looks that you can tell if someone's healthy by what they look like and that is not true i tell my clients sometimes to know if someone was healthy you would have to stalk them for like three months and view their habits. What did they eat? What's their sleeping patterns? Um, how do they deal with conflict? Like, do they have healthy coping mechanisms? How's their stress level, their sleep levels? How much water are they taking? It's not just about food and fitness. And that's what diet culture would tell you, that your health is determined by your movement and your eating. And we can tell your health by how you look like. And I could go on and on about diet culture, but that is a shorthand version of it. And it's just very strict, rigid, and black and white. And just does not align with that God made us unique bodies and gave us the gift of variety to approach health and achieve it through different routes because he's a good God and didn't want us all to have to eat cauliflower or do spin classes. If some of us like me don't like those things, he gave us other vegetables and other fitness opportunities to help us to get fit. So we don't have to do it in ways that aren't joyful for us. And yeah, we're going to talk about set point weight in a different episode. And that's the weight that God actually made for you. He's picked a unique weight range between 10 and 20 pounds like you might in different seasons, you might be a little heavier, but if you're honoring your body cues, like intuitive eating talks about, you're going to be in that nice, happy weight range for your body. It's going to feel so good and it's going to be easy to maintain and joyful. And God picked that unique weight out for you. And diet culture tells you there's just one weight that's like, we should all strive to be a size two, but God actually made your body to thrive at a unique body size. And so we will talk about set point in a future episode as well, which I'm really excited about. When we live in fear of carbs or eating fat or becoming a bigger body size or fear of perfectly meeting our macros each day and being afraid if we don't do that, we miss out socially. In the book of Acts, you see the church breaking bread together so much. Food was a way to be nourished, but it's also was a way to bond is how they saw it. Dieting makes food a solo event where food freedom found through God's healing hand, but also through intuitive eating, it brings back the joy of eating with others. You're freed up to change your supper plans last night if a group hangout happens over supper time, or you can eat something that maybe you hadn't planned on eating that day because there's a potluck going on, or your mom or dad, or your cousins in town, or whatever. Like there's no, There's so much freedom and flexibility, and that's where we can bond with others. The last things that I wanted to touch on in today's episode are about where we source our worth and how we identify ourselves. So I used to identify with being the skinny girl, the skinniest one in the room, the smallest one in the room, the one who ate the least, the one who ordered the healthiest option off the menu always, the girl who ran all the time, the healthy friend, the one with willpower. When I started learning about intuitive eating, it was scary thinking of losing my identity, the way I had seen myself for so many years. But the Bible teaches us to instead choose to see ourselves with the labels of his kid, his creation, his workmanship, his artwork, his bride, his beloved. And though intuitive eating doesn't use those terms, it does teach on the value of disidentifying yourself from how you eat 
move, or look. And diet culture, as we mentioned before, will tell you that you're better on the days you move. And even better if you moved in a hardcore way, like a HIIT class, or you ran, or you did CrossFit. It has this hierarchy of exercise. You get more praise, more worth if you do those higher intensity things. And, um, and if you eat a certain way, then you have more human worth. And if you look this way, you have more worth. But God's word tells us a different story. His loving character tells us a different story. He says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. There's no qualifying statement. It says, for God so loved the world. It doesn't say because they had rock solid abs or because they ate this many calories a day. And we have worth simply because we're made off of the blueprints of worth himself. We have worth because someone saw us worth dying for. We have worth because of who created us, whose hands knit us together in our mother's womb, whose creative mind made us on purpose the way we are for a purpose. You have a constant worth and diet culture will tell you that you wake up and the decisions that you do in a day with your body, how you eat, how you move, it will either give you more worth or take away your worth. And I believed that lie for so long. I thought I could just lose amounts of my worth, but if I did certain things, if I kept to a rigid schedule with food and fitness, then I could gain more worth. And that's why I was so afraid of rest days for so long because I thought on the days I rested that then I was less than, I had less to contribute to the world, that I was a failure. Or if I ate chocolate cake, I felt like, oh, that dipped into my worth account. Now I'm, I'm low again that's not how it works you have a constant amount of worth that is sealed with jesus's blood it cannot be tampered with it is under lock and key with angels guarding it and you just have the same uncomprehendable immeasurable just vast amount of human worth that you and nobody else can touch the world will try to tell you diet culture will try to tell you that your worth can change based off of decisions and looks but that's not true that amount cannot be touched by anybody because it was given to you by your heavenly father so i want to leave you with that thought and i pray that this just blessed you and opened your eyes to food and fitness and body image in a different way and i hope i I think this is a saying, wet your whistle for intuitive eating from a Christian perspective. And I hope that you come back for more and we have some great episodes lined up for you. I don't know why I said we, it's just me. I'm a solo podcast host, but thank you so much for spending your time with me today. It's an honor to get to speak truth and life over you. And just know that I pray for all of my listeners and I'm just so, so grateful for you. And I really hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Do you love this podcast? Has it been a blessing to you? The best way you can thank me for producing the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast is by telling a friend about it or sharing a screenshot of the episode you tuned into on your stories. Better yet, leave a five-star rating and a really nice review on iTunes to encourage others to check it out and see what all the hype is about. Thank you.